This episode of the podcast is brought to you by singing songs that are off by one key. You basically just wrote in a whole song. John. Yeah. Have you had a happy life? Very. But not successful. But you said very happy. That means successful. Did the job I enjoyed day after day. Sailed the world. Fought for things I believed in. And won. A couple of times. Found a woman I loved. Fought hard to keep her too. How the fuck did this movie not get sued? <laughs> How the fuck did this movie not get sued? So bad. Because <laughs> if I sing three seconds of Here Comes the Sun, my children Paul are McCartney in debt. Paul McCartney is just... <laughs> my children are in debt. <laughs> and yet, this movie was able to be like, oh yeah, here's 20 different Beatles songs. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about <laughs> yesterday. It's a movie that exists. Yes. And it's fine. I like it. It's all right. It's, you know what, man, um, we'll get into it, but it's, it's got some decent comedy to it. Yeah. Um, the romance I yeah. do not care about because it's a very cliche romance story. Yeah, of course. But I mean, overall, the story is very unique. Yeah. All right, fine. <laughs> fuck you. So whatever. I'm going to run down real quick. Everything that I got. So, yesterday to, was out in 2019. <laughs> That's when it came out. That's when it was out. <laughs> Deal with my sentences. <laughs> so, it was uh, directed by Danny Boyle. Which really surprised the fuck out of me. I had no idea Danny Boyle did this movie. Do you know who Danny Boyle is? I think I looked up his filmography, but I can't remember anything. He made like time. 28 Days Later, 127 yes. Hours. He did fucking Train Spotting and yes, Train Spotting right. 2. I remember that. And when I saw that it was him that directed this, I was like, what? <laughs> and it kind of got me a little hopeful because yeah. I was like, all right, yeah, Danny Boyle's got some good good movies under like under his belt. He got mm. some really good movies. He did all, He also did that Steve Jobs movies. Yeah, um, I'm so tired of you hating the movies I pick. Uh, I didn't hate this movie, yeah. um, but I was like really, really surprised. But I... The Richard Curtis, who's the guy who actually like wrote the screenplay, mm -hmm. <laughs> you don't like him. I mean, I don't like his movies that he write that he writes. Mm -hmm. uh, I just, I just think he's not a great writer, mm -hmm. and I think this movie suffers from. I think this movie is a little bit too much Richard Curtis and not enough Danny Boyle. I yeah, I mean, there are a lot. Like I said, there's a lot of cliches in this movie. It's just, it's yeah. But yeah. go ahead, continue. But, I mean, overall, it's a fun story, and Frank's going to say it in a second. But here are the four people that I felt that deserved to be in this movie. And you have your main character, who is Hamish Patel, who plays Jack Malik. Jack Malik. That's a pretty badass name. <laughs> Jack <laughs> Malik. <laughs> Come to fuck your girl. <laughs> oh, uh, you have Lily James, who plays Ellie. Yep. You have Joel Fry, who plays Rocky, their roadie. From Balboa, like Rocky Balboa. Yeah. <laughs> Adrian! <laughs> Can't go fight up in space, Rocky. There's no air. <laughs> that means they got none up there either. <laughs> uh, and then you have Ed Sharon playing Ed Sharon. Yeah. Which I don't think he needed to be in this movie. Oh, my God. I have so many issues. but I don't um, like Ed Sharon. If you don't know what this movie's about. It's uh, not with Ed Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this movie is is about uh, the 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 world's electricity grid all goes out. Everything that it requires basically electricity just goes out mm -hmm. for about twelve seconds. I think they said. Yeah. And when they when they came back on, the entire world forgot the Beatles 
But then also some other random things like yeah. Coca-Cola is no longer yeah. a thing. <laughs> cigarettes cigarettes thing. don't exist anymore. Oasis isn't a thing. Isn't, yeah, Oasis which, the band. Which is, he was like, oh, well, that's a given. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Like, it, it was just like the main thing is, though, that the Beatles, like that's like, yeah. like the, the entire premise of the film. And I guess you could say that it's look. I texted my girlfriend and I was like, this movie's not that good. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, well, at least it's not a remake. And I was like, true. That is true. <laughs> like it, it, it's for the, it's a pretty original movie. Mm-hmm. Like it's not the most original thing, but it's, 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 it's a somewhat original concept and it's not uh, you know, a, an actual complete rehashing of something. So yeah, I, I did like that it was original and that it was not just a remake, but I definitely have issues and I definitely have some things that, I liked and that I didn't like. Okay. Um, uh, before you get into that, because yeah. like I think we kind of like glossed over just a little bit no, yeah. of of the story. So Jack Malik is a struggling musician who just can't really catch a break, and Ellie is his. Well, because he's not good. Y- yeah, he wrote a song called Dinosaur. Yeah, he's not. He he's a struggling, not good musician. Yeah, and then when this whole thing happens, he's riding his bike home. And weirdly enough, he gets hit by a bus during that time, too. But then he's okay. But he lost two of his front teeth. Yep. And then, yeah, then while in the hospital, you start to get, like, little snippets where he's, like, singing certain things. Well, he's saying certain things from the Beatles where when Ellie's walking out, I was like, will you take care of me when I'm 64? Yeah. It's like, why? Why Why 64? Yeah. And he's like, come the fuck on. He's like, what do you mean, why 64? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, it's It's just odd because it's like... The, like the whole movie has to be based around the Beatles, so you kind of force the characters to make Beatles references, so other characters don't understand. But it's like, who really, who really makes this many Beatles references? Like in in like a one day or two day time span. Put your hand down. <laughs> Do you really? I like the Beatles. I make some references throughout the day. Um, yeah, I mean, like, and and for a little bit too, like when he realizes that everybody's forgotten who the Beatles are. And I thought that was funny too, because he's like looking up like, oh, the Rolling Stones is like, okay, thank God. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like when he realizes that and he starts to be like, okay, like I have to put the songs out there. And he starts like playing the songs and he's still playing in like dungy little places and nobody's caring about it. No. It was almost like, is this how the movie is going to go? Where it's like, he's struggling so hard to put the Beatles songs out there. Because yeah. that would be, that would be cool. Where it's like he's just trying any which way he can yeah. for people to know about it. Mm-hmm. But they went the route of like... He, he becomes a full-blown rock be, star. He immediately became famous. Yeah. When the when the credits rolled for this film, I felt pretty just kind of like lukewarm about it. Like mm-hmm. I didn't absolutely hate the movie. I didn't absolutely love the movie. It's just... It was just... It was a movie. Like it, yeah, it, it, I mean, it wasn't great. It wasn't terrible. It's just all right. Like if you really like the Beatles and you might enjoy this more than me, that might be why I enjoyed it. Yeah, because again, I don't absolutely love love the Beatles. I think they're okay. They're fine. I'm gonna stop. It's a, I'm shaking my it's head. Just a, it's a boy band. It's another boy band. It's, well, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Their first three albums, yes. <laughs> And I then after that, it became something completely different. I I didn't I just didn't you know it's just whatever. Like I think I I respect the Beatles. I know that I know their like the um the significance that they had in like rock music and music in general and and all that. But I didn't I don't absolutely love them. 
Frank, uh, you're wearing John Lennon's jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I have the glasses that he got shot now. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> um, actually, I kind of want to talk about John Lennon. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It was just kind of like a this when the, when when the movie was over for me. It was just kind of like okay, I guess. It wasn't a complete waste, but I didn't love it. I didn't like the CGI things that they threw in there, like the balloons for like different yeah. scenes or like when Ellie and Jack were like running through the streets and it's just this giant like hello, goodbye instead of like a bus. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it looked I, I get what they were trying to do. They were they were trying to do like a very yellow submarine esque type right. thing right. and just make it like colorful, like how a lot of the albums and the music videos were. For like Sergeant Pepper, but like it just doesn't really it work didn't translate when it's, no when that, when it's well. like a film that's sort of based in reality. Yeah, it's like uh, this doesn't. Eh, it's, nah. And I I actually found out too they paid ten million dollars to get the rights to the songs. Yeah, for this movie, it's insane. The movie itself had a twenty six million dollar budget, so they blew half of their budget. They on blew just more the music. than half of their budget on that. This yeah. movie from start to finish like. In theaters, made 151 million dollars. Yeah. So they they somewhat broke even with it. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Well, let's just let's just kind of like talk about it. Let's just, yeah. let's get into it. Uh, you seem to like this movie a lot more than me. I I do. Again, there are like certain aspects where I was like, I don't get what's going on, especially to like throughout the movie, he's trying to remember the words to Eleanor Rigby. Mm-hmm. And he does that first, like, in the rain when he went to go see Ellie. Mm-hmm. And then he does that again when, like, he's hit kind of, like, a very unique spot, which I enjoyed, where it was almost like how a musician goes through writer's block. Yeah. But instead of, like, not being able to write a song, he just can't remember the lyrics to a song. Right. So I really enjoyed that, where, like, he's going to London and, like, he's going to check out, like, Penny Lane and he's going to check out Abbey Road and he's going to check out Eleanor Rigby's grave. But there was no real resolution with Eleanor Rigby because, like, he never... like he just He just remembered... Then he got guessed the lyrics and he's like, okay, I got it. <laughs> yeah, like, he never he never ended up, like actually singing it on his last stage because that would have been like a very like okay what is it conflict climax resolution yeah yeah but no never you don't get it never any really Uh, happened my again yeah my biggest issue with the movie obviously i'm not even going to talk about the love cliche because it's i've said it a million (laughs) times that i hate when movies incorporate unnecessary love interests and story like it doesn't really actually add anything to the story Mm. um Lily but, James is very pretty, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my one of my honestly my biggest issue that really like was frustrating me throughout the entire film <laughs> was Ed Sheeran. Yeah, um, fuck him. Fuck Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Hey, dude. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah, I, I didn't. With your fucking your your bowl cut haircut <laughs> and your oversized glasses and fuck you with your one song that people know. I'm sorry, that's a little harsh. <laughs> I think I went a little too far. Um, I my my big like, it really like got to on my nerves when they were doing their like ten minute songwriting battle mm-hmm. when they both went their opposite ways and they were like, all right, who can write the best song? Yeah, and in ten minutes, right? And then they both go write like two original songs, quote unquote original, because obviously yeah. Jack is using Beatles songs, and then uh, Ed Sheeran yeah, I think is he doing does spread your wings and fly. Yeah, yeah, and then Ed is doing whatever he wrote. 
Um, and then they have like their little competition, and then like Ed Sheeran goes first, he sings, mm-hmm. and then Jack goes, he sings, and then they're like, "All right, guys, let's put it to a vote. Like, who won?" And then Ed Sheeran cuts him. He's like, "No, there's no need to do a vote. Like, I know, like he obviously won that." And he and he says, he goes. My mom told me that someday somebody was going to come that's better than me. Like somebody's going to like come in the music industry and that's better than I am. And he's like, that day is officially come. Yeah. Um, and it was just really annoying me because it's like they're comparing Ed Sheeran to the Beatles. Like yeah. as if Ed Sheeran is one of the greatest like artists of our right. generation. Right. And that was really, really like frustrating because although I don't absolutely love the Beatles, mm-hmm. I mean, you know that miles better. and miles <laughs> and miles better than Ed Sheeran. Like, I'm almost trying to think of like who who they could have gotten for this movie that would have been like somewhat of a comparison. Me, I, <laughs> me, I, mostly <laughs> me. Could have got. I was free. <laughs> no, but like, yeah, it was just really, really annoying. And then even so, too, like, it was it was kind of funny, but also at the same time a little annoying as like a Beatles fan where when they're trying to figure out, like, the release name for the album. Oh, right, yeah. And he's, like, the one guy standing there is like, I know you had, like, some ideas of Sgt. Pepper, Pepper yeah. and you had the White Album, but that didn't really go well with, like, like it's, everybody. Uh, it's a, yeah, it's, like, not very... Uh, yeah, and then it was, like, Abbey Road, but who cares about a road? Look yeah, at it. Yeah. And I'm like... Fuck you. Well, I mean, I get granted, it. that, I get that it. is the point, because it's... It, I mean, the movie does kind of show you how... Similar to like a star is born where it's like mm-hmm. when you start off and you're like trying to just become like you, you are who you are and like you're trying to make your type of music and then the industry kind of get butts in and then they're yeah. trying to like change everything about you and whatnot. Um, Which so makes I think, it a bit of a cliche. Yeah. Just because like I, I saw that coming a mile away. Yeah. It's like obviously this is what's going to happen. Um, but yeah, my, the whole the whole Ed Sheeran thing it just really like frustrated me a lot, mm-hmm. and I th- I thought it was kind of a missed opportunity with the two the other two people that did remember the Beatles. I mean, and then they kind of like approached him, and he thought that they were gonna like blow up his shit, but mm-hmm. then they didn't, and they were just kind of like, "Thank you for doing this." I actually really enjoyed that. I didn't. I mean, I, I get like when it happened. I guess it was like once like you find out that they were just like kind of fans. They just wanted to thank him. Mm-hmm. I guess it was like okay, but I don't know. I I kind of wanted like something. Like there wasn't in this there movie. There wasn't much there, conflict. No, there wasn't. There was nothing. There was really no issue. Like there was no problems in this movie. Like there mm-hmm. was no. I, the biggest issue is, of course, the love interest where he where he loses her, and then yeah. he she starts dating whoever the that guy, the original oh, recording Gibson or something like yeah. that, Gavin. Gavin. Yeah. Uh, it, that was like the only conflict in the whole movie, and it's like you should have made the conflict the music, like something to be involved with the music. Yeah. Not him struggling to balance the music and the girl and the girl. Like, I don't need that in this movie. It's completely unnecessary. And I think you could have shaved off like probably 20 to 40 or like 20 minutes to a half hour of the film. Yeah. I mean, the pacing is really weird too in this. Cause like within 30 minutes, he's already got like a record deal. Yeah. And there's still another hour and a half left to the film. Exactly. It's so odd. Yeah. So, like I said, too, like, before, had they done it where it's, like, he's almost struggling the entire movie to, like, get people to listen to the songs. Yeah. That would have been, like, a a, a little bit better of a yeah, storytelling I think so. Thing. It would have been more of, like, a an interesting conflict. Yes. I mean, I, overall, still, it's a, it's a very... 
unique idea for a movie. Yeah. I, I feel like had they done this with like any other rock band, I don't feel like it would have done as well. Like if you had done this as like a ACDC. Oh God. <laughs> had you done always screaming. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. If you, if you had done this with like fucking Led Zeppelin or Rolling Stones, as much as I love them, it wouldn't have translated as, as well. You don't at, think so? As a movie. I don't Led think Zeppelin so. would have been, well, that definitely would have been good. Yeah, but like, who the fuck are you gonna get to to, like, to be Robert Plant? You know, the guy from Greta Van Fleet. Yeah, he is the best at it. He, he... <laughs> I don't like him. I like Greta Van. Fleet. <laughs> I like I like Led Zeppelin more, but Greta Van Fleet, that man, he sings. He sings very very well and too much like Robert Plant. Well, that's the yeah. I mean, he just stole. His I want voice. both of them to do the Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Who does it better? <laughs> no, not even that. Just like together. Yeah. Um, as one. Together as one. Um, yeah. So the movie, I mean, again, I kind of just. Yeah. The love conflict is. Eh. I didn't need it. Unnecessary. No. Uh, I will say like my favorite part in the movie is when Jack finds out and then goes and visits John Lennon. Oh right, I, I was gonna completely. Uh, I, I, I almost yeah, you, were, you wanted to talk that. about yeah. John Lennon. No, I, I, I respect that they did that. I do too. I for a second, I it, thought that was weird. No, I it, thought that was very weird to like show. I don't even know, like if they did like how they did with Carrie Fisher and did like a CGI. No, it version. was it was an actual actor. Okay. Like he was there and they they did his makeup and. Uh, I mean, when he first opens the door mm-hmm. for for like a really like quick second, you're, I got chills you're like, it. "Holy shit!" Like, <laughs> That's John Lennon. <laughs> that is fucking John Lennon. And then like as they sit and whatever, and then like you kind of like get used to it. And it's like okay, like it's clearly an actor. Like it's, yeah. it, it, it's not actually him. But I mean, I'm telling you, man, when you when they first open that door, you're just sitting there and you're like, "Oh my god, that is actual John Lennon." I know <laughs> he is not dead. Um, and then, you know, I, I thought, yeah, I think that was also probably my favorite part of the movie when, yeah, when he goes to the house and they're just having like a genuine, like he, cause he's, he realizes that. So I guess like in this universe, mm-hmm. the way that this thing works, cause they don't really deep dive into it at all, but it's like the Beatles are synonymous with the Marvel universe where Iron Man <laughs> just flies over them. No. Um, <laughs> the, the whole thing that happens, it's not that. It's the Beatles just don't exist. Like they just never formed. The band yeah. never formed. It's not like they were a thing and then they just wiped them out. Like Paul McCartney, John Lennon, Ringo Starr—they're all still out there. They're just doing whatever they're doing. They're not George Harrison and George. They're <laughs> not, um, you know, out there. Yeah, making making music. music. They're, they're just, just living their doing lives. whatever live. And then you know he's got his thing where he's like, "How old are you?" And he says he's like seventy, whatever, seventy nine. And, and he's, he's like, like, "Jesus Christ!" He's like, "You made you... it to seventy nine." He's like, "I this kind of saved your life." Like, yeah. And you were able to like live like a fulfilling life, mm-hmm. and they sort of imply that he's still married to Yoko. Yoko. Yeah, I know. They don't right? really like, ever actually say it, but I mean, he says that he's with his girl, with his wife, and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he has a kid. Yeah. And so then, I mean, you're kind of getting like, okay, like John is just kind of happy because he says to him, yeah. he's like, you weren't successful. And he's like, well, he's like, did you hear what I said? He's like, I said that that I, I, I'm, I'm, I was a happy man. Like I had a good, you know, I, I woke up to a job that I loved every day and all, and all that. So he's like, I am successful. So mm-hmm. he just, he just wasn't a rock star. Yeah. And I think that plays like a huge part in like where Jack is at in this point, because he realizes that like, you don't need the fame and the fortune and the money to be happy. You just need to be with like the people that you love. Yeah. 
and for me that was it like, worked yeah for and, me it did too and you have like that shot too of like through the house like through the window you can see like them just sitting yeah and then i thought it was gonna up. be paul I, I kind of thought so, too. Because you could get... Oh, yeah. I was waiting for it. I was like, oh, yeah, Paul McCartney would probably be down to do this movie. Yeah. And he I, would fit, like, very well into where this movie I, is going. I, I 100% thought it was going to be Paul. I, yeah. I, I was like... I, I was 100%. I was like, I know that that's Paul McCartney. I was I waiting, that's too. Him. I was like, oh, my God. Is it going to be Ringo? <laughs> Man, <laughs> He's still doing art? <laughs> there was... For me, another thing that also the comedy was like okay in this movie for me. The the funniest one that I had was like when they landed, um, when Rocky and Jack landed in London to like go and do everything to see like Strawberry Fields and yeah. like Penny Lane and everything like that. And he was like, ah, oh, home sweet home. And he's like, Rocky, you've never been here before. It's like, you're right, I've never been here. <laughs> yeah. And I liked that I thought line, but... my my favorite like comedic moment, it was the only moment that like really actually like genuinely I kinda like smiled a little bit because it made me actually laugh was when he was performing for his parents and they just kept cutting him off yeah, and things just kept happening and he's <laughs> trying to sing. Well, I think he was trying to sing yesterday, actually. No, he was he was trying to do Let It Be. Oh, okay, yeah. So he's trying to sing Let It Be and every time he starts, just something happens and like the family just isn't fully paying attention and he's... It, it, it genuinely like made me laugh. Like, <laughs> I was like, all right, this, this is pretty funny. Oh, hold on. Keep going. But I'm just going to get the like, tea. After like 30 to... 35 as soon as ed sheeran popped up yeah i like the movie kind of like lost me mm-hmm. i just wasn't really nearly as interested but like the beginning i was actually pretty like invested in it yeah and then it kind of like lost me once ed sheeran came up and i was like uh, like somebody else i don't need it i don't <laughs> i don't need it but yeah overall i think the comedy was is all right yeah it was all right i, Again, I def- thought it was funny too like after the the big climax of the movie where like he's up on stage and he performs like a couple of songs and then he tells the world like hey listen like I never wrote these songs and everybody starts booing and is like, but I'm going to put them out for free for everyone. And everybody starts cheering. <laughs> yeah. And then it's the love story. And then he meets with Ellie and then Gavin comes out of nowhere. And I thought that was funny where it, it, for a second, I was almost going to be like, so what? Like we're still together, right? Just because a, a rock star professed his oh, love yeah. to you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, weird enough. Michael Kiwanuka is in this movie. I don't know if you know who that is. I do not. Um, so when they get Rocky, Rocky, right? Yeah. When Rocky is gets fired, mm-hmm. um, when he's like he's like talking to Jack, I think, and he like yeah, how he's a roadie and he, yeah. he missed like giving the guitar to the guy. Yeah, that that the guy the the performer was Michael Kiwanuka. Okay, and Kiwanuka's like really like a really really good artist. I don't know if you've listened to any of his music, but it's like really good. <laughs> um, and. I don't know. It was just like such a weird thing. It's like, oh, you have like a powerhouse in the in on stage here, and like he sort of, like you kind of hear like one of the songs that he's playing like mm-hmm. in the background. And, but like for me, I really noticed it because I know who Michael Kibunuka is. Yeah. And for I was like, is because like, I saw him like very far away, and I was like, is, I was like that guy looks like Michael Kibunuka. <laughs> and then like they get up there, and, he, and then he's like, he's like, you're fired. And he's like Michael. He's like, he's like, he's like, you're fired. He's like, all right. And he just like like goes backstage. <laughs> it, was, it was it was like a weird moment. I was like, oh okay, well that's fun. I guess. Almost like they should have replaced him with Ed Sheeran. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Flipped it. Like, yeah. Ed Sheeran was performing for that one yeah, second. Yeah, I just didn't need Ed Sheeran in this movie. No. I didn't. And again, it really frustrated me how they kind of seem to be comparing. The Hey Dude thing really pissed me off. Yeah, and granted, that's not Ed Sheeran. That was written by What's-His-Face. Not. I don't care. <laughs> Ed Sheeran delivered the line. <laughs> so I'm done. He could have been like, no, let's not do this scene. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the movie is fine. It's It's fun. 
overall, like, it's just kind of like a lighthearted Beatles movie. Yeah, it's really I mean, what it is. You don't, uh, it's not a film that you, that it's not, a, again, it's not a terrible movie. It's, no. it's, you're, you probably will enjoy it, especially if you really do like uh, the Beatles, the mm-hmm. music, you're going to probably like it. The last um, thing is um, right towards the end when, like, they're doing the montage of, like, how Jack has a better life, like, mm-hmm. how him and Ellie, like, got married and they started having kids and, yeah. like, now he just kind of, like, performs for kids. Yeah. The two people that do remember the Beatles have the jackets from Sgt. Pepper. And I was like, how did you get those if nobody remembers the Beatles and all the and memorabilia? The never and thing never existed, right? Yeah. So there's there's definitely they like made some, it. They, there's things that like don't really <clears throat> truly make sense. And also, cause yeah, like, like the Yellow Submarine too. Yeah. Well, I mean that uh, you could just find, find a one. Yellow Submarine. Yeah. Um, but like, what about? Uh, so like, my my question really, and again, this is going way too deep into it because the this is a very lighthearted like film, right? Mm-hmm. So like the universe that they built, they don't really deep dive super into it. But it's like cigarettes no longer exist. Yeah. Right. Funny. So that means that like anybody who got diagnosed with like lung cancer oh, from yeah. smoking cigarettes. Yeah, that's right. Like, do they just not? Do they just no longer have lung cancer? And or are like they just fine now? Or like anybody working on like Harry Potter films? Are they just like, why did I get this money? <laughs> <laughs> why am I rich for no reason? I it's like you know what I mean. There's just like some weird. Like, there things there are that, some like weird gaps. Yeah. Obviously, Oasis doesn't matter. Yeah. Because <laughs> Wonderwall is their best. And I thought it was really weird that they did choose to also eliminate other things. Like how much? Yes. Do, it's like like who who do you think paid? What do you think it was Coca Cola or do you think it was Pepsi that paid? Because oh fucking Pepsi well, paid out the ass for like the sponsorship. You think for this because movie. Oh, fuck the, yes. You think so because think, did think you, I but counted, think about this. I counted how many times I saw like think about this though. Mm-hmm. The preferred drink in the film is Coca Cola. Pepsi is kind of like oh you don't have Coca Cola I guess I'll have that instead. Yes, but you're seeing more visual representation. Yeah, you are for sure. But it's it's like weird. With subliminally, you're gonna be like, "Oh, Pepsi." <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird that like Pepsi would pay to be in the film, but then also kind of be like they chose to be the second choice. Yeah, like I, it would almost be more of a middle finger if Coca Cola was like, "We will not like we'll allow Pepsi to be in it, but we want them to be. We want the characters <laughs> to not be happy about drinking Pepsi, <laughs> just to be spiteful." <laughs> Yeah, that would be a really, really funny like power move by Coca Cola. Um, that would that would make me laugh. I don't know. I I would have liked to see like a couple more things that like just don't exist in this world, just to kind of get like a basis of like where they are. It's very. It's just random things. It's it's funny though. Like I yeah, enjoyed that. Fine. That's really it. Yeah. I don't really have too too much to say about this movie. Th- again, you probably will like it. It's it's a fun little like family movie. Yeah, like it's, uh, it's if you really you, enjoy the Beatles, like I do. Yeah, then you're gonna it's... you're gonna like it. Uh, you don't don't go into this movie expecting a great 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 you know cinematic masterpiece. That's just not what it is. And it's just it's just a weird film to go into Danny Boyle's filmography. I think like f- off of everything that he did, it's just like such an odd choice. Yeah, um, I, I will th- say though that Patel has like a very nice voice. Th- for yeah, the movie. he sings pretty good. Yeah, uh, and it sound I don't know how it is, but it seemed like he was singing all live. It all seemed pretty like live. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think actually I know what my next movie choice is going to be. Okay. Uh, and it's going to be another, it's going to be music related. Anime. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, again, the movie is, it's fun. It's, it's, it's mm-hmm. fine. It's okay. It's not great. Is it the Doors movie? No, it's not the Doors. 
with Val Kilmer? No. He wanted to sing. <laughs> they were like, ah. He could do it. <laughs> they just decided to voice him over. But that is a story for a different time. So, yeah, that's it. That's it. Cool. Thank you guys for listening. Now, Frank, let it be.